basement. From the basement, sorry. <laughs> from Elsie's room. Just just a warning. Try not to move this too much because it's it creaks and the microphone can take the sounds. And this is the it's not like you need to stay still but I didn't both, it does shake, doesn't it? Both of us do it. Both of us make it creak a bit. Okay, I won't lean out. Alright, here we go. Are we ready? Oh yeah. Oh, make me seasick. Don't do that. Yes, <laughs> okay. Sorry. Okay, so we're ready. 30 seconds in. You can 30 do, seconds. You can do the, the intro. Hello. Okay, everyone. tell me when. Point, point. Three, say. two, one, go. Go. Hi, everybody, and welcome back again to Granny and the Romanian. We hope it's your favorite show, and we, we hope truly it's, hope so. And we hope it's controversial and intelligent and all those good things. We do not sing and dance. We don't do anything like that. We just like to talk about certain subjects. And today, I am so far out of my element, stock. <laughs> anyway, well, well, we should say this is Grant. And where are we again? In Brunswick, Maine. We're in Brunswick, Maine, a couple of thousand miles away from my home in Romania, in Putrasa, Romania, a small, small, beautiful town. A bit grim for my taste, but I started to love it more since I left the country. Oh, since you left, you have loved it more. <laughs> exactly. Very interesting. Yeah. And today, our sponsor is Coffee by Elsie and Steve. <laughs> uh, yes, right. That's right. We have a sponsor. Wait a minute. You didn't mention the name of your of your hometown, did I you? I did. Puchosa. I just said it. I just said it. I thought it. the name of your magazine was your hometown. That's the name of my neighborhood. There's a difference. There's a difference. There are neighborhoods in the Neighborhoods town. have names in Romania? They have them everywhere. This doesn't have a neighborhood name. This For is sure just is. the hood. <laughs> <laughs> then the hood. That's how okay. it goes. But okay. today, guys. Today, gonna... today you just you decided. He did it. It's not my we did it. We did it. We, she said it. You know, we, we, had, we went through this list of topics that we can talk about. Because right now we're recording the shows in advance. Because for the summer, when you're going to hear this, I'll probably be over the ocean in a different country doing other types of work. So we would not have the time to do it. So we're doing it in advance. So, technology. Wait a minute. I thought we were going to be broadcasting from all we're these different countries. Okay, do don't it. get me nervous now because I'm all no, prepared to no, talk to them in it. Malaysia. That's why we're recording it. You so. know, I want to just, which has nothing to do with today's topic, but you had to buy malaria pills for Malaysia. Because Why? They have mosquitoes with malaria over in Malaysia. Yeah, Southeast Asia. Yeah. So it's a common. Everybody, everybody automatically takes malaria pills. No, it's not mandatory. You choose whether or not you want to take them. It's recommended by the doctor. So. Really. Go and ask for a prescription. Yeah. I, you know, it's not like all these other things that they had, they had, got, they had taken care of it, and it doesn't. No, but no, malaria is not done yet. Well, anyway, that's not has today is today's topic is going to be technology. It's going to be technology. And so. here's where I go silent, folks, because I love technology, but I don't know how that much about it. So, what pieces of technology do you use on a daily basis that you think you couldn't live without them anymore? Like right here at this table. Okay. Is it a computer technology? Microphone. The microphone, the clock that I'm sitting at. I like. I love. You know, if I came back, if I. Can come back again if there is reincarnation. I want to be an inventor of gadgets to make American life more comfortable. Oh my Just God. kidding. You Americans, you're comfortable. <laughs> We're very comfortable, or comfortable as people say, but I say comfortable. But um, comfortable. but uh, yeah, I love I love technology. You know, I keep seeing a commercial for a gizmo that now you just sit on your couch and watch television while the thing runs around the floor and vacuums everything up. I want that. <laughs> I told you guys, Americans are very comfortable people. <laughs> but we are. But um, I, one of the things that I think that people are always in a very self-righteous way say, oh, but if we keep inventing all these things, it takes away jobs from people. No. Who has to maintain these gadgets? People. Do you think so? 
What I, about, they don't what, fix themselves. What about artificial intelligence? What about machine learning? Uh, that's that's all very new. Uh, that 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 yeah. stuff is new to me at least these days. And and they it does seem that they can pretty much take care of themselves. But doesn't when it gets right down to the nitty gritty, doesn't a human have to get in there with a screwdriver? Probably at this point. But what about the future? When we think of designing a product, my point of view is that we should not only focus on the present, we should also focus on the future and how it does. So do you honestly believe that if we leave technology unregulated, it's still not going to take jobs of people? If we leave it unregulated, will it take jobs from people? No, will it still not take jobs? Not take jobs. Oh, my gosh, I don't know how to answer it. <laughs> if we leave it unregulated, huh? Uh I have to ask you that question. You have to explain it to me because you're the brains of this group. Um, no, we're the brains. I, we, I we, don't we. know how to answer. If I, you really honestly believe that these robots that are out there today can self-correct? They can learn how to do it. That's so they they open learning. up and and and. I'm not sure if they reach the hardware part, but I know on software part, the way you interact with lots of those assistants, for example, Google Assistant. Amazon Alexa, anything else, you interact and they learn from what you said. It's machine learning. And they learn, they adjust, and they get better at it. Whatever better is supposed to be. Apple does it a bit differently because they don't collect really data as much as Google does or in the same way that Google does. So their product doesn't really improve. But machine learning is there. And technology learns from itself. Well, then, there goes the argument. So... Bye, folks. Nice to have talked with you today. <laughs> uh, that has always been my thing, that, that, that these machines need human maintenance. You're saying that they can fix themselves. But wait a minute. Gears and bells and whistles and things, they eventually wear out. They can't, they can't reach inside themselves, or can they? And replace a, replace a new grommet? There can be other robots to do that. It's what I think what we need to go over. Oh my God, that's scary. You know what we need to go over? We, we have used, especially <laughs> if people that are listening remember that probably up until five years ago or even less, we used to think technology as being a neutral tool. We always used to think that, oh, Google is neutral, Facebook is neutral, Twitter is neutral, everything is neutral. No, we just thought that we use it in the way we want it, which proved to be so false so many times, especially in the last years when we see that Google scandal... Facebook scandal, breaching of data, leaking of data, selling data without their consent, so much being sold and done behind the people's backs that you realize technology is not neutral. And so you're saying that because it's been run by humans up to now, they have caused scandals and problems and everything, but if these, if these robots self-corrected and took care of themselves, they would not have this. No, it's, it all depends on the way you program them. Technology is not by itself... It's the same way with electricity. Electricity is technology, at least used to be considered technology, you know, because now what we consider technology, it's something that's coming new into our lives, you know, something that makes it easier. Yeah. Electricity is technology, but it's not the same way as phones are, you know, because phones are newer. Electric electricity has been here for a long time and it's considered to be, you know, to stay here forever. So, electricity, you use it to illuminate houses, to power medical devices to do this to do that to power machines to do other stuff you can also kill people with electricity you can kill someone with just you're killing. talking about accidentally or in war no, I'm, or? I'm telling that what you can do with it depends on how the, how you want to use that device that piece of technology you have by itself electricity doesn't really have a value it's not neutral it's anything things in 
if we want to think about some Hegelian philosophy. Sorry yes, for, I do. Sorry for going I, every, this, this morning when I got up, it was my first time. <laughs> Hegelian philosophy. Go for it. Is that a commodity, or not a commodity, an object doesn't have a value by itself. It needs to be linked to something else to get its value. Electricity by itself does not have a value without us utilizing it. And Mr. We, Hegel invented that thought. Or we can, and others developed it. But developed. We, we can use it to kill people, and we can do it with electricity, or we can use it to power our houses. We can use our phones to make the jobs easier for us and enjoy more relaxation time, or we can track the entire American population and send the, sell the data to other corporations. Think of the same way. We can use our washing machines to make it easier for all of us to do that, or we can use them for something else that we do not know. It's the value of the gift of technology. So it is in your in your thinking, and you. I, it's true. It's absolutely unending what where this can go. Yeah, it's. I think we really need to step up and think, and truly think. It's one of the problems is that you've seen how fast the world is moving. You see wow. that that things are coming every day that you did not expect. You know, this computer right now has more power than I do not know how many computers had fifty years ago. Right. You know, and it's just look how small it is, or even this phone. Sure. Or not this watch, but something else. You know, even this microphone. They have so much power that devices 10, 15, 20 years ago did not have. And you had to put many of those together to get this or close to this. The problem is that because it's moving so fast, for us it's difficult to predict it. It's difficult to see where it is going. Because that's what where I want to go. We used to say up until five years ago, Google is the neutral tool we need in our life. We did not question it. We just ex accepted it. Sure. Yeah. Look what's doing right now. It's selling our data. It's selling our data to corporations. They make money off but of it. But you're saying data. it is selling. Google is not selling. People are doing that. No, Google is selling data. Google is gathering data and selling it. That's the way they earn the revenue. But Google is... What do you mean Google is doing it? There's a Google thing out there that is selling... I mean, that's, that's programmed by people, human beings. There is a point. Google is a tool that's programmed by the people. People programmed it to take data... And sell it as the business model they have. So people can program them and people can sit back in the rocking chair and then Google can just go across the world of course. and do this. Of course. And it's doing it. And it's doing it. That's the way they're making revenue. Products that Google have, they're free to use by people. How do they make money for it? They sell data to corporations. They sell their data. How, how do you see this ever bit getting corrected? You know it can't be. I don't know if it's... It's it out of control. I, do you think it's gonna, it needs to be corrected? Do you think they should not sell data anymore? I don't, I don't know. Let, let's look at two examples. You have Apple. You have iPhone, Apple, and everything, you know, and then you have Google. One reason why the Apple phones are extremely expensive is because they do not use ads as a, as a, man, as a way of achieving revenue. They do not use ads at all. Google uses ads. Google sells information that the users provide. Apple does it very limitedly. And will they get, do, don't you think Apple looks at something like Google and says, boy, they're really killing it. We're going to get in, in get in on that and start doing that too. I don't know if they're going to do that. But no, what do you think about this? Do you think the revenue of gathering people's data and selling it, do you think that's appropriate? I'll tell you something. It's not people like me, 81, or people, no. That's sort of implying that everybody after 80 is stupid, and most of us aren't. But I, I, 
to me, it's all just a great big cloud in the sky and some magical thing is happening to make all this. I've never, ever thought about the ramifications or who's going to get hurt by this or what yeah. scandal. I never have. I've just thought somebody out there has invented that if I push this button, everything will happen. And it does for me. And it does. But for there, you, there though, are major implications. But you worry about things like that because you know about the implications. But when you you're, should, you're you 20. Also, you should also be worrying about it. But I'm 81, and I'm thinking, why should what? What am I going to do by worrying about it today? Except just taking advantage of it and enjoying it. My worrying about it. Am I going to do anything about it at my age? No, no. Probably you're you're going to be a, a bit more aware about it. I'm certainly aware right now than I ever was before. But let me ask you about one tech, technology thing sure. that that I had a problem with, but don't anymore. What do you think about surgery done by robots? I think. It, you see, it's a tool. As I said, it's a tool, and we gave it the value. Yes. We gave it the value to help people, to make sure that surgery can be done more perfectly, whatever that Absolutely means. Absolutely more know, perfectly. And can save more people. If our society thinks that's something righteous, I personally think it is, let's go and do that. We still need to calculate the implications of that. You know, people might lose jobs. It's true. People might lose jobs because of that technology. And societies task is to decide whether or not that is righteous because the idea of losing a job of gaining a job by itself its value is not negative or positive society gives value to those concepts that's right that's so right if we think that losing a couple of a couple a dozen of surgeons to give it to a way to robots is a righteous thing to do then society is going to do that probably but would you personally, having been even even in your very very short life, you have only known surgical procedures to be done by a human being with a scalpel? Um, would you, if a doctor said to you, uh, you have to have a very delicate operation on your whatever, and it would be much better for you and more precise if we did it with a robot? Yeah. Would you hesitate? Probably in the beginning a bit. Because I became I became more skeptical about technology, I would hesitate a bit. And so also it's a change. You know, we humans are very comfortable. We like to have the comfort of just having constant things happening in our life. Why would you do you know, why would you go and buy the new peanut butter uh, how do you call those bites, you know, the new ones yeah. when the old ones you've liked them for fifteen years. You just like them, you know, go with them. It's comfortable. It's, you eat them already. The new ones, no, no, probably they're not going to be that good. Probably it's not worth the money. Let me get those ones. It is the same. You know, we are very, we like, it's very hard for us to change. Some welcome change easier, some welcome it more difficultly. In my case, I welcome the new, well, peanut butter bites. If there was a new one that came out, I would buy them once. But I know, because I had become used to these, that I would go back to them so I, I don't know but but wait a minute seriously if you're lying on a gurney and instead of a nice doctor with a mask over his face or her face don't get mm -hmm. on my case um uh, <laughs> and instead you saw a big machine coming with a precise scalpel that was going to where a human hand shakes a little or a doctor sneezes or has a hiccups or something and he goes <laughs> you know cuts a big z across your gut <laughs> Would you not prefer to have a robot doing it? I don't know. And, not, and no no other humans in the room except some people looking at a TV screen. I don't know. In another room. I don't that know. That is technology. I wow. Think, yeah. I, I, I'm a deep believer that technology can help us. 
I think that could be a step forward to us. But it all comes back, you know, to we look at technology and we look only at the finished product itself. You know, we look at we give the example of the surgeon, you know, we give the example of the robot that performs the surgeon, the surgery, but we do not look at who created this robot. I was a human. More than that. A human part of what? Part of the government? Oh, part of God, a big I, corporation? I part no of idea. what? A corporation that aims to prefer profit oh, for, yeah, rich, that. for rich people? What yeah. about Google? It's created by what? Humans that are part of a corporation that mm -hmm. aim for profit. Right. Also for changing the world and yeah, they had their own speech in that. So it all depends, you know, we need to identify the tool, the iPhone. For example, I have it in my hand right now. Who created it? Humans, they did create a code for it that were part of a company called Apple. That a company is profit-driven. Yes, of so, course. Yes. What so else? Yes. That's not a bad thing. We, we got it. It's not necessarily a bad thing. But what, how do you feel about these tools that you talked about, medical tools, being created by companies that are for profit? How do you think? How do you feel about tools that are used for medical purposes or for saving the world, being developed by companies that are for profit, that their main aim is profit, and they're not necessarily created for the benefit of the human good? Well, wait a minute now. Just because these people make money on it doesn't mean it's not, it's not for the human good. I mean, do you really think that if they make a profit, that it's a, that that it's this, this why I'm asking the question. This is why I'm asking. See, I have I've always had an issue with with people who put down companies, people, anything that that make money after hard hard work, not inherited money, not given, not handed out. But you know why why is that a bad thing for them to make money at at this? I don't know. Shouldn't it be public, owned by the government? And that I don't know. That I never can get around. I don't know how to answer that one. Should we privatize everything and leave it in the hands of the, of the private market to happen? You know, should we? Get a surgery robot, put put a patent on it, and make it be developed only by one company. Should we make that? We we have seen the case. What do you think? Do you think so? Because that's the way it goes in many of these companies. They that what you just said happens. They put a patent on it, yeah. and they make it incredibly difficult to access. There, this is the case in access many by whom? By people, by regular people. That when you when you privatize, when you put a patent on. Is it called a patent? I think yes. It's called a patent. Yeah, when you get a patent on a medication, you can make it as expensive as you want. If people depend on that medication, they'll need to pay the money. You just drive your profits up because you can do it. Because you can. Is it moral to do it? Well, no. Who's the guy that went actually went to jail for, for jacking up the price of, what was it? Not Viagra? <laughs> uh, oh, I know. For, for Oh, my God, that guy. Who is in jail? The guy who smiles all the time when the cameras are on him. He jacked up the price of medication for AIDS patients to astronomical. They couldn't afford, you know, nobody could mm. afford it. But he did it, made a lot of money. But he didn't. Do, and I, I keep wondering, was he doing anything illegal? I guess he's in jail. He must have been something illegal, but he did. But do you think that's okay? No, I don't think it's okay. But I don't know what isn't okay about any. I think people should have a right to make. Money and a lot of it, if they work hard and and it's and it's helped humankind, but is that right or moral? Um, is it not moral? Is it immoral to make money? That's what we're doing here. We're ingraining the Romanian, asking questions, making you feel more uncomfortable as you are driving. But if you're driving, me especially because I'm way out of my depth here. But whatever, please, please save attention to the. To but the you wind. know, stock. Um, 
Then how how are what are your thoughts right now? Oh, we better tell where we are. This is we're Granny in and the Maine. Maine. In Brunswick, Maine, and the topic and, today is technology. And yes, we're benefiting is. from technology. Ours. We're benefiting. We're, we're recording. <laughs> he on always the says microphone. that, folks, but he's no, the brain. It's ours. It's ours. Ours. Well, then, what what are your feelings about talk about technology? Technology. About? I think it needs to be regulated. I. This is my opinion. Don't take it. Take it with a pinch of salt, folks. Remember that grain. A grain of salt? Yeah. A grain of salt. Okay. They, one little grain of salt and you no, throw no. it and everything turns out to be okay. <laughs> Don't ask me where it's going. No, take it with a box things. of salt. Take it with a box of salt, this one. But I believe it needs to be regulated. I believe... This is just my political belief saying in there, you know, that I truly believe government should have a, a bigger say in issues. And that's why I think corporations like this that create or anything that is created with, with attack technology should be regulated. Because I believe in it being used for the greater good of the people. Well... Also respecting the privacy of the people, but now we see something different happen, and we see we're taking so many of those products for granted. And you know, we we know most some of us know. Yes, they're harvesting our data, but what do I have to hide? You know, many people invoke this argument. I don't have anything to hide. It's not like that. That's a question of secrecy and privacy. And they're when, different. When yes. you ask it, there are two different things. You don't have anything to hide. That's called you're not a secretive person. You don't have secrets. You know, it's okay. Privacy is respecting even your own... The, 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 more, the most mundane conversation, I think they must be respected and kept private. Unless you say no, and also the other correspondent says no. And we can share them with the public. Same with your location, same with everything. Turning them by default, and I think this is the problem. Apps, setting them by default to sharing your data with other corporations, I think that's bad. I think you should have a saying before being turned by default. Don't you think so? I don't know. I have to think about it. And I want to know, is this kind of, are these kinds of things voted on or just decided by corporations? Who makes, who makes these rules? Corporations, basically, right now. I do not know if there is any regulation in place at this point, to be honest, to, to tell them you cannot do this, you do something else. Different companies have different business models. As I told you before, Apple is more privacy-driven. Privacy while Google and their phones, you know, are more, I don't know, accessibly driven. Out there, yeah. And their settings are usually, when I had an Android phone two years ago, one year ago, whenever I had it, uh, all the private settings will be turned by default on. So Google has had, had harvested a lot of data about my locations where I was. And I knew, they knew exactly what time I was in Boston. They knew exactly what time I was in Milano. They knew exactly what time I was in Romania. And you're not easy with that? I'm not easy with that. No, I'm truly not easy. They say it's kept safe. It's kept safe in the cloud. The cloud is up there where people can still access it in a way. I don't want it there, you know? And it's turned by default. You think it, do you ever see it changing and going back to the way you think it should be? Do you think it can? Or I think it can. No, is it, it is can. it running so out of control now and, and gaining so much? No. You know, after all, the, everything sort of pretty much stayed the same up until, I think, and I'm not sure that I have my facts right, until about World War II. I mean, it was white picket fence and, you know, marriage and kids and everything seemed normal and, and the inventions were coming along, but they weren't big. After World War II, suddenly we're with rockets going into space and jet planes and all these new technologies coming along and people embrace them. I sure did. I love gadgets. I love things to make yeah. my life more comfortable because I'm an American. <laughs> you know, bad because person. I'm but, human at the end of the day. But there yeah, it is. I love it as well. But then what do you feel today about driverless cars? That's a technology. I think we should ask more questions. I don't think we should accept it directly. I don't think the moment 
we see Apple, we see Android, we see we see Google, we see any of those big companies coming out with a big project, we should be like, yes, it's an amazing project. Okay, god damn it, it's great. Ask questions about it, you know, think what are the implications of this phone being cheaper or more expensively? What does it mean that this phone got rid of fingerprint and has only facial recognition? Is that facial recognition gonna be stored in the cloud and then sent to some companies that are gonna use the data to manufacture and improve the quality of drones that fight in wars? Or is it just gonna be kept on my device and no one's gonna access it? So I think we need to ask more questions about it. We do know, and you are aware that that it is historically true that many of the people who did ask questions sometimes ended up dead. They got killed, they they got disappeared. The people that that wanted to hold things back by saying just what you're saying. This sounds great, wonderful, let's go for it, but let's stop and think for a minute. What are the ramifications? We don't think of the ramifications. When you buy that little vacuum cleaner that you lie on the couch while the thing does it, I never think about any damage, anything anything that can happen. I just think it's going to do it for me. And you think that we sh- if we stop and ask questions that it's a good thing, you think it's going to you think people will listen to the questions? I hope so. That's what I hope. You have lots of hope. I do not guarantee people are going to listen to the questions. Some people are just going to continue their life and they you know they're going to be like, I don't care you know, what you're doing with my data, which some people are already doing it. But I think it's necessary to know what's happening out there. What is ha- the, part of, the part of the humans not being in on a lot of these things is troubling to me. The, the driverless cars, I don't know if I could ever get into a car that didn't have somebody behind the wheel. And don't forget, a couple of what a couple of years ago, a driverless car, the, the stuff malfunctioned, and I ran over a woman who was crossing legally in a in a cross thing in the road, crossing marker marked thing, and the car just mowed her down because it it failed. So humans have to. You, you, I I can't believe that they are going to self correct those cars. I don't. There are some amazing. There are some discussions about where the future is going to take us. People think it's going to be. It's going to be in the benefit of the people of the future. Planes and trucks with nothing behind their steering wheel? I'm saying, you know, some people say that, yeah, we're going to be benefiting from the future. As I said before, the future doesn't hold valid in itself. We need to give it value. You know, and we need to give value to look at it and see what's going to happen. I personally believe that we need to ask more questions. That's what I'm saying. You've so, always said that. You've always said that. Driverless cars could benefit the people, could benefit the future. But who owns them? Who creates them? What's the aim behind them? You know, and what harm can they do? What harm are they going to do to people? What about computers? Who creates them? Who owns them? What is the aim of them? But they're not going to go away. You know, they're people people who say they're they're the curse of the earth. They're not going to go away. They're just going to get better and better and easier and easier. Did you read 1984? I did read 1984, yeah. Yeah. That, a lot of that stuff was said in that book about what's coming and did. Time in nineteen eighty four. Yeah, and it's continuing. And you know, I think at the end of the day, you know, before or you know, while picking up our phone and deciding to authorize this app to monitor our location, we need to ask us what's the implication of that? Well, why was it needed in the first place? Why do we all have to be tracked? Is it because we get lost as human beings? We get lost in the mountains, so that's a good way. Instead of sending out a Saint Bernard with a barrel of beer under his that's a nice way of thinking about it. That's a nice way. But some people, some of those companies use that data to improve their service, whatever that means. So your data is sold to companies. 
But, but what I'm having trouble with is if, if we are tracked, if, if, if something is keeping track of our every move, they know that we're, when we go to Walmart or we go to the drugstore and everything, toward what end? Hmm? Toward what end? Why why do we have to... Why does... For the average Joe, as they say, the average person, why does, why does anybody have to know where we're going every day? So they, can, so they can target us with better advertisements for the place in which we are. So they can target us with better offers. So they can target us to buy into this whole idea of consumerism. Benefit the humans, but benefit them with consumerism. That's why when you go to Greece, you're going to get advertisement about Greek stuff you can eat there. And if you also like movies, you can might be get some advertisements about Greek cinema. Is a good thing? It's because it promotes what you like. Do we actually need it? People need to ask this question more. Should we encourage consumerism? We do not know. We do not know. Are you afraid of the future? I'm not afraid of the future. I'm just very skeptical of what's going to happen. I'm really skeptical about... So you're skeptical but not afraid? Sometimes I'm a bit afraid. I'm a bit afraid because... Because I'm not a big fan of... Of private corporations taking the initiative on all of this platforms. Twitter is an amazing platform, but I wonder what would have happened if it was publicly owned, not privately owned. Stock, you were about to leave on a, on a rather long journey and exactly. to, to Romania and other countries. are. Is there somebody, something out there that's going to know where you are all the time? Probably there is. I mean, I deactivated all my tracking, uh, the, the tracking, the, how do you call that? The tracking function in all the Google apps I have on my phone. You're asking me. No, I did. Sorry, I did that. Uh, I mean, I put my my plane ticket in Google in an Apple wallet. I have. I'm gonna pay with a credit card. Where I will be, which is gonna be tracked by the bank. I'm gonna listen to music that's gonna have recommendation based on the place in which I'm going to be. I'm going to watch movies on a platform that's gonna recommend me based on the location where I will be. So I'll And you're bothered by this or you don't care? I'll be bothered. I'll be bothered because I do not know to what extent this is the only thing to do with the location. But stock, what if some bad guys come and kidnap you? Then aren't you going to be glad that, that somebody, something oh, yeah. out there... And, was... and Netflix is going to be like, oh yeah, look, stock got kidnapped. Let's let's, let's see go. where he was last and let's find him. Do you think that's going to happen? I don't know. I'm a bit skeptical. What's the, what the possibility of that? I don't know. Oh, you never say, you don't ever say what are the odds because the odds are very good. Bad things happen to good people and... and uh, That's a bit extreme. Randomly. But I think it is very extreme. Yeah, but I don't think it's that case. You know, we need to... We need to... Look, you know, we, we can justify the actions of those of those corporations that collect data from us so easily. We can say, what if they kidnap us? What if they do this? What if they do this? Yeah. You can't... You, so, if, in other words, you do not live in the world of what if. You won't do it. I don't think so. You can't I do think, it. I think you can't do need, it. I think we need to take action. And people need to, as I said many times in this clip, ask questions. Ask questions about the tools you're using. But of whom do you ask? Who, to whom do you direct these questions? Ask yourself. And then look online. And then try to talk to the other. Sorry. Talk, talk, try to talk to the others around you. See if the phone that you hold on is as neutral as you think it is. Think of... If the choice of icons they have in from the choice of color is as neutral as you think it is, it's not. It's made to get our attention, to keep us there, to keep us in the phones. And think if we actually need a phone that does more than just talking and SMS. You need to think, you know, those, those questions are just, you know, we take them from granted. We take, oh yeah, we need it, we need it, we need it. We might not.
We might not. Questions. You do know you're Don Quixote. <laughs> you are. I'm not. I'm just you're tilting at windmills, and but you're alone. You're alone. I mean, there are many people out there that are asking questions, and actually, I think we can give a shout out to the people at. I think it's called the Center for Humane Technology with Tristan Harris. So if you want to follow people that. that are discussing, <laughs> she knew that. <laughs> People are discussing the negative implications of technology, especially social media, and how they contribute to our addictive personalities. Please follow Tristan Harris on the platform that he uses. And also, try to read more about it. Try to read to see how it works. If it actually it aligns your values, and if you actually need that extra piece of technology that Apple advertised to you last night. Do you actually need an Apple Watch? Who knows? Don't you read the paper that when a new gizmo comes out, remember the old-fashioned <laughs> word gizmo? Gizmo. And old gizmo, a new gizmo comes out, the, the, it's lined up, the store, whatever it is, the Apple store or something, that people are lined yeah. up down the block, around the block, and around, I don't think waiting for anymore. the newest gizmo. I don't think it happened. It used to happen. No, anymore not. No? I don't remember Apple events being that big. So you're years. thinking you're thinking that they have, they're sat, they've, they've gone as far as they can go? No, they no, haven't. No, they're going to push you for that. But it's not as innovative. Innovative, innovative, innovative. I never. I always. I avoid that word. I like to say in, innovative, but well, I don't I know what it is. Is that our time? Is it time to, to go? Just when we're getting good, and I'm getting smart. We're getting technology. <laughs> technology helps us get smart. That's for sure. Technology makes it possible for this show to be broadcast, to be listened. Yeah, by yeah. You. Without it, we'd be exactly. nowhere. But also, while a thing gives you goods, do not forget to consider what might be flawed with that thing. And keep asking questions. Ask questions, folks. I'm with you. Let's so do that it. That was the conclusion of the day. I hope you have a great time, and we'll find you next time. From wherever, from some from foreign country, <laughs> we're going to be doing it. Thank you for listening, everybody. Thanks Goodbye. So